This is the Virgin Radio Pridecast. Welcome to Quite a Queer Conversation with me, Chelsea Hart. And me, Mark McKillop, on Virgin Radio Pride. This is the show where we have a whole host of questions, which will be selected at random, and we will answer this as openly and honestly as we possibly can. Mark, how how did we meet? How did we meet, Mark? We, uh, in the, in, you know, the, in the, the age of the future, Chelsea and I became friends through social media. Um, I think I just started, like, sharing, um, like, videos of her in my story and being like, this girl is hilarious. She just, like calls it like it is and I appreciate that um and uh you know like when people come to your social media page and they just like don't know who you are and they just like post these like troll comments like so many people are like you know be the bigger person and like don't respond and I'm my mentality is I'm like you know respond with something witty and devastating and Chelsea Chelsea's kind of made that her her brand which is amazing um so I started sharing her stuff and then she started like noticing that I was tagging her and then we started um just chatting and becoming friends and then uh she moved here she moved to New York and um the first night I think she was here I was like oh well I have, you know, an extra ticket to the uh, premiere of uh, In the Heights. So we went and saw that. And then she got to watch me ugly cry in a theater. And now we've been friends ever since. Yeah, it was so cute. Oh. <laughs> I cried you cry for everything. That's so precious. Everything. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Wonderful uh, friendship. Yeah. It's, uh-huh. it's quality. Um, right. So um, somebody, there's a question here. Was there a song that helped you and made you feel comfort when coming out? Oh. Uh, I, I, I started owning my queerness when Lady Gaga was a thing. Um, like yeah, yeah, like yeah. 2008, 2008, like <clears throat> I think like, like Born This Way and um, paparazzi when she says I'm bluffing with my muffin and she like did whole interviews she did whole interviews about how she prefers women um and that's like that was the first time I'd ever seen a bisexual person because when you're in a small American town there's not there's not really that image of like you can like men and women so seeing Lady Gaga as like an 18 19 year old um was kind of revolutionary and I think that started me on the path of descent because <laughs> I, I started like bringing her up in church and my pastor was like, don't listen to Lady Gaga. And I was like, ah, but I'm a little monster, you know, <laughs> I'm just a monster. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, gosh. I'm trying to think of like I, when I go back. I mean, I came out right after high school. Um, I don't I don't know if there was a song for me. I, I'm a, I love sad music. So it was probably something sad. I don't know. I, I can't pinpoint what kind of artist it was. Sad music makes me happy. I don't know what it is. <laughs> like, I'm like, it reminds me that I'm alive. It makes me feel something. Aww. What song would you say would be the soundtrack to your life, Chelsea? Are you one of those ridiculous main character people like me who listens to soundtrack sometimes when you're walking around? Cause... <laughs> yeah, yeah, I am a main character. I am 100% a main character in my life. Um, uh, <laughs> like hopefully I mean I hope I am the main character in my life um I would say like it has to be something Broadway it has to be something grandiose and dramatic well okay okay it's easy because I'm a big Barbara fan I am insufferable when it comes to Barbara Streisand and Crazy. I would say yeah <laughs> 
Um, and I would say anything from Funny Girl. Funny Girl is the soundtrack to my life. Yeah. And I've often said, you know, you've matured when your life can be explained through the soundtrack to Funny Girl. And like, I stand by that. My, the soundtrack to my life is Funny Girl. Full stop, the whole film, the whole, whole damn King Caboodle. Yeah, Funny Girl. I would say like mine changes over time. Like I have like my eras of like what's going on in my life. Like I can specifically remember listening to a lot of um, uh, like Solange when I was moving apartments in New York City. Um, <laughs> Solange and Robin. Robin was like my early New York oh. City years were all Robin, like dancing on my own. Like I said, sad music. Um, I remember when I was moving up to New York City from Atlanta, um, cause I used I moved from Vancouver, that's where I grew up, um, to Atlanta to dance at the Atlanta ballet for a number of years and then moved to New York. And I remember saying to myself when I was moving up to New York city, as soon as I get a drive up, cause I drove all my stuff up in a U-Haul. When I, when I get to New York city, I'm going to listen to Empire State of Mind by Jay-Z. And, um, and then I got in the U-Haul and I was driving and there was no, there was no like adapter to be able to play music in the car so I was like oh well, that sucks and so I was just listening to the radio and of course in a, a very true to like main character New York moment as I crossed up the hill and I was just listening to the radio and I was like the Statue of Liberty came into sight um it was on the radio it played for me anyway so oh. yeah, I would say it changes through like my different eras but yeah Robin was my early years were Robin how was coming out to your family for you Chelsea oh god I haven't really discussed my bisexuality with my mom um ah. yeah like she knows she knows like it's not a secret like I came out years ago but like <sighs> bless her heart like she's got other shit going on and like I just thought like if if I because I haven't even really seriously dated anyone in a few years like if I if I date a woman then we can kind of discuss it but like right. I've, I've come out it's very apparent like in my social media it's like it's like like she doesn't not know like look at me <laughs> you know and like she doesn't like it doesn't affect our relationship at all like she hasn't she hasn't inquired she doesn't feel any sort of way about it she's very supportive of the community you know she's very much like some people are just born that way and that's the person she is and like yeah like she doesn't really care it's not a thing like I didn't this is also the thing it's like I didn't really feel the need to come out to my mom because yeah, it's just I knew. It, yeah, I wouldn't. It wouldn't be a thing. But she, she doesn't not know. She doesn't not know. Look at me. Look at my social media. Like she doesn't not realize that. Hey, you know, <laughs> she doesn't not know. So. Yeah, I would. I I came out to my parents right after high school. Um, I remember going away to some. To, I was when I was training for ballet. I w went to Boston. Uh, Boston Ballet one summer. Um, to train there and um, I went at the beginning of the summer like being like still closeted and like pretending to be straight and then the kids there yeah. were like oh honey oh girl yeah. and so then I, I like kind of lived my truth that summer and like got to be gay for the first time um, and then I went home and I was like okay I can't live this lie anymore so I came out I mean there was there was some pushback from my parents really? um, are they religious they are. I grew up in the church. My uh, my father oh, would like do the worship service, so like he played guitar. Same. My mom played piano. So like <laughs> music and religion was like very much a part of my childhood. Um, but um, it was actually my older sister who I credit my relationship with 
um, to my parents with now because um, I remember like I because I, I was always gone taking dance classes uh, most of the day and my mom I guess said something kind of like backhanded and snippy about me being gay and my my sister yeah. turned to her and she was like you're such a hypocrite she's like you sit here and you you know you laugh your ass off watching Will and Grace it was her favorite yeah. show at the time but she's like now you're condemning Mark for you know being who he is she was like if you're not smart Mark's gonna move away and like you know move to New York oh. and never never come back so I credit oh. my relationship with my parents to my sister my older sister Lee oh, yeah, and that's but, exactly what you did yeah, I, I mean, <laughs> I, 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 I didn't cut them out of my life that's the, that's the part that didn't happen <laughs> yeah um so what what would you say pride means to you pride means to me um it's just ownership I think like it's just the realization that like you get gaslit so much when you're out, like being like a public queer person, like you get gaslit so much. It's not even just like, I'm not even gay. Like I'm bi and queer and you get gaslit so much about that, you know, like, oh, you have a mental disorder. Oh, you, you don't know yourself. Like you just get gaslit so much and owning it at the end of the day is almost like a protest. It's almost like, like it's, I'm owning the fact that I have embraced this despite you. And that's kind of my pride. I'm really proud of myself for not giving in, you know? Right, you, you know, I, I agree with you. I, I, I would say that, you know, pride, people always say, you know, pride, people are like, oh, pride month's over, pride month's over, or, you know, like, you know, here we are, here's our month. And I'm like, pride is, pride is every day. Pride, pride is uh, everywhere. Pride is everyday, pride is everywhere. Pride is, you know, being authentically yourself and being allowed to be, um, you know, in, in public. And like you said, there, there are so many people before us who paved the way for us to have pride and, and to be, be exactly who we are. I mean, even taking like a, a look at, you know, one of our, our mutual people that we stand over, Alexander Billings, she was saying you know, back in the day when she was first uh, uh, transitioning that, you know, like she would get, you know, arrested walking down the street just because she was arrested for just existing and being herself because that was yeah. illegal. Yeah, um, yeah, yeah. I mean, pride, pride is, yeah, being able to be who you are and, and, and owning it. Yeah. Ownership. I think that's a good word. Ownership. Was there a celebrity that assisted in your gay awakening? Okay. Yes. <laughs> oh, 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 who is it? Who is it? It was, well, okay. So, I mean, there was, there's a gay awakening and then there's a sexual awakening. We're only going to talk about one. Um, I would say that the gay awakening was, I remember watching like Talented Mr. Ripley and Gattaca, both of which have um, uh, Jude Law in them. And um, I remember just thinking that he was the most beautiful man. And then he was just, oh yeah, Jude Law, I would say it was mine. What about you? Lady Gaga. I said that before, but like for me, I grew up in a really, really small and reserved and conservative small town. But yeah, I grew up, I grew up in the church as well. And um, like my mom's best friend growing up was a gay man. So I knew the concept of gay, like, um, but there was no picture of women who are attracted to men and also women. There's no, there was no word for that in my vocabulary growing up. I didn't know what that meant. Um, and Lady Gaga, again, Lady Gaga in 2008 uh, was really the first time I had ever seen myself fully in like a celebrity, like fully represented in a celebrity. And that was the first, like bisexual, the word bisexual, the fact that you can like men and women just as much as each other. And um, 
yeah, that, that, that was my awakening because it, it was, it was the first time that somebody gave me power. It was the first time that somebody kind of, I felt like somebody saw me. It was, was speaking for me, like born this way and stuff, songs like that and everything like really emboldened me. It was like, wow. I mean, and that's what it was supposed to do, but it's so cheesy, but it did that for me, you know? So right. Lady Gaga was hundred percent my awakening. It's the first time I ever saw a queer woman who just kind of represented me. That was the first time I'd ever seen that, you know, in, in, in mainstream media, really. Um, which is, I guess, a little bit late to the game. Mainstream media should have done it a little bit before, but. How would you say being a part of the uh, LGBTQIA plus community has affected your work um, in either a negative or a positive way? I mean, like positively, it like being out connects you with people who are like you and it's a common ground and, you know, there's a commonality and a common identity, which is so nice. You know, where people just, you, you connect with people who just kind of have a similar frame of experience and you guys can all just embolden yourself, right? Um, and negatively, I mean, I think people, um, people think that you'll get like hetero people, I should say. Uh, hetero cis people think that you'll get things because you're queer and of course you don't get anything because you're queer you get things because you work hard and um yeah people people will like say like oh you have this angle you know what I mean? like people will think that you're being tokenized because you're queer um whereas you know obviously you and I know in the theater world and the comedy world there's a lot of gays so yeah like I think positively I think I think it just it connects you with people who are like you. And I think negatively, I think there's people that think you're being tokenized because of your queerness. Um, that's all I would really say. Yeah, I mean, I think the same, yeah, musical theater, there's obviously a lot of gays. Um, and it's always funny, it's, it's never as many as people think. Like <laughs> there was times, uh, the most recent tour I did, I was on tour with Anastasia. Um, I'd be sitting backstage in our, in our quick change gondolas in between numbers when I wasn't furiously changing clothes. Um, that uh, I would look around and I'd be like, there's only two gays in this gondola. Everyone else was straight. Like people assume that it's just like all gays backstage. Yeah. Uh, there's a surprising amount of straight men in musical theater. Um, yeah. Yeah, I, I, I don't, th it might, it's never affected me negatively per se, except for the reason that I, uh, I mean, there's a lot of times that gay, gay men especially are not allowed to be seen for roles especially like straight roles because they don't think that we can pass as as straight when we're acting um i would say that would be the only negative is that it's it's trying to break a stigma and that's why so many actors stay in the closet yeah um, for their to, to further their careers especially in hollywood i mean i remember i had, I had someone who was uh I, early on in my new york city years when i was first you know going around the scene and uh, saying to me like, oh, it's such a shame that you were so public with your sexuality and the fact that you're gay because we could have, we could have spun, spun you and like, and, and, you know, you know, kept people, you know, not knowing that you were gay and, and gotten you like some big gigs. And I was like, well, that's kind of sad, you know, like, yeah. and, I mean, and kind of, kind of circling back to talking about pride, like, you know, I, I would, I, I love the idea that I can be as out and gay uh, as I am, and that it might inspire, you know, someone younger than me to, uh, to, to, to live their truth and be able to, yeah. I mean, it's going to take yeah. forever with the way that our industries work <laughs> to, yeah. to make that kind of change. But I mean, 
I would rather, I can, the, the idea of living that kind of existence where I'm just like constantly like lying and pretending and, you know, like staging, you know, paparazzi photo ops with like some girl, like on a, on a date and a relationship. Yeah. Uh, that, that existence to me is, is miserable. Um, yeah. I'm, 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 I love being, being out and, and gay, very gay. What advice would you give to your younger self? Get out of bed. That's what I would. <laughs> the amount of time that I spend laying in bed, holy. And I remember very early on in my time in New York City, I would get auditions and I, I'm sure my agent will not hear this, so it doesn't matter. Um, <laughs> um, I would get sent these auditions and I just, I didn't want to, I didn't want the job. So I wouldn't go to the audition. <laughs> Uh, I remember a handful of times that I just wouldn't get out of bed because I would be like, oh, I really don't want to, I don't want to go and work there. I don't want to do this. And looking back, I'm like, wow, you were such an idiot because like just being in the room and being seen would have, you know, lead to being invited to another room and being, you know, invited to another audition by, you know, the person who's behind the table. And uh, I think, yeah, the bit, the best advice I can give myself is just to get out of bed and show up, get out of bed and show up. That's final answer. Yeah, um, I guess like stop caring so much about other people's opinion of you. And Are you an overthinker? I am, but also like again, like I, I'm, I'm like gender fluid, non-conforming, and I always felt that about myself. You can see pictures of me as a young person. Whenever you see me with like my hair down, it's because my mom made me put my hair down. I, I was like had my hair back. I didn't like hair on my face. I didn't like like very, very feminine clothes and stuff. And I didn't act like a girl. And so I always felt like I was living someone else's life. I always felt like I wasn't living my own life. And, um, and that's a lot because of like societal pressure, like, like, like social pressure. I would just tell young people and myself to give less of a and wear things you want to wear, express how you want to express yourself. And yeah, like, that's what I would say. I really... I really felt uncomfortable for many years trying to pretend to be a proper lady. And that was very uncomfortable. Thank you so much for being a part of our queer conversation with us here on Virgin Radio Pride.